Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God we're able to be together this morning in prayer. This is Thursday, and we're in the third week of the Easter season. Easter is not just one day, but it is a season made up of a week of weeks. This week, we continue our reading of the Acts of the Apostles, and we witness what the Apostles did, filled with and led by the Holy Spirit in the amazing first decades of the Church. Please feel free to send me an email with any stories or insights or questions that might arise uh, in our prayer or in our reflections in Bible reading each week. You can send them to me at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been more born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Acts, chapter 10. In Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion with the cohort called the Italian. He was devout, and he and all of his household revered God. He gave alms generously to the people and constantly prayed to God. He had a vision. Around three o'clock in the afternoon, he saw quite clearly one of God's angels coming to him. Cornelius, said the angel, he looked hard at him, terrified. What is it, sir? He said. Your prayers and your alms have come to God's notice. What you must do is this. Send men to Joppa and ask for someone called Simon, surnamed Peter. He is staying with a man called Simon, a tanner, whose house is beside the sea. When the angel who had spoken with him went away, he called two of his household and devout soldier from among his retinue. He explained everything to them and sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as they were on their journey and getting near town, Peter went up onto the roof of the house to pray. It was around midday. He was hungry and asked for something to eat. While they were preparing it, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and a vessel like a great sail coming down toward the earth, suspended by its four corners. In the sail there were every kind of four-footed creature, reptiles of the earth and birds of the air. 
Then he heard a voice. Get up, Peter, said the voice. Kill and eat. Certainly not, master, said Peter. I've never eaten anything common or unclean. What God has made clean, said the voice, coming now for a second time, you must not regard as common. This all happened three times, and then suddenly the sail was whisked back up to heaven. When Peter came to himself, he was puzzled as to what the vision he had seen was all about. Then suddenly the men sent by Cornelius appeared, standing at the gate. They had been asking for Simon's house, inquiring if someone by the name of Simon called Peter was staying there. Peter was still pondering the vision when the Spirit spoke to him. Look, said the Spirit, there are three men searching for you. It's all right. Get up, go down, and go with them. Don't be prejudiced. I've sent them. So Peter went down to the men. Here I am, he said. I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? There is a man called Cornelius, they replied. He is a centurion, and he is a righteous and God-fearing man. The whole people of the Jews will testify to him. A holy angel told him in a vision to send for you and to come to his house, so that he can hear any words you might have to say. So he invited them in and put them up for the night. In the morning he got up and he went with them. Some of the believers from Joppa went with him. They reached Caesarea the following day. Cornelius had summoned his relatives and close friends and were waiting for him. When Peter came in, Cornelius met him. He fell down at his feet and worshipped him. Get up, said Peter, lifting him up. I'm just a man too. So they talked together, and Peter came in and found lots of people assembled. You must know, he said to to them, that it is forbidden for a Jewish man to mix with or visit with a Gentile. But God showed me that I should not call Uh, that I should call nobody common or unclean. So I came when I was asked, and I raised no objections. Do tell me, then, the reason why you sent for me. Cornelius gave him the answer. Four days ago, he said, I was praying in my house at around this time, about three o'clock, and suddenly a man stood beside me in shining clothes. Cornelius, he said, your prayer has been heard, and your almsgiving has been remembered by God. So send someone to Joppa and call Simon, who is named Peter, who was staying in the house of Simon the Tanner beside the sea. So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. So now we are all here, in God's presence, to listen to everything which the Lord has told you to say. Peter took a deep breath and began. It's become clear to me, he said, that God really does show no favoritism. No, in every race, people who fear him and do what is right are acceptable to him. He sent his word to the children of Israel, announcing peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. You know all about this, and how the word spread through all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism which John proclaimed. God anointed this man, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were overpowered by the devil, since God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the land of Judea and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him up on the third day and allowed him to be seen, not indeed by all people, but by those of us whom God had appointed beforehand. We ate and drank with him after he had been raised from the dead. And he commanded us to announce to the people and to bear testimony that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets give their witness, he is the one. Everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. 
While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on everyone who was listening to the word. The circumcised believers who had accompanied Peter were astonished because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on Gentiles too. They heard them speaking with tongues and praising God. Then Peter spoke up. Nobody can deny these people water to be baptized, can they? He said. They have received the Holy Spirit just like we did. So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus the Messiah. Then they asked him to stay for a few days. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It amazes me each and every time I read Acts how the Holy Spirit is working both sides of these big meetings. No sooner did we overhear the Spirit telling Saul of Tarsus that a man named Ananias is going to come and pray to open Saul's eyes and give him the Holy Spirit, than we see that the Spirit appears to Ananias to arrange for the connection. No sooner does Cornelius see a vision and hear that his prayers are answered, than we also see Peter have a peculiar vision of unclean food descending and then declared clean. The Spirit is preparing the heart of the person who will receive the gospel, and at the same time, the Spirit is preparing the heart of the messenger to come and proclaim the message. And each time, the Spirit's appearance is actually a little more challenging for the one the Spirit sends to share the gospel. Saul and Cornelius are eager to receive the answer to their prayers. Ananias and Peter are a little more reluctant to follow the Spirit's lead. The Spirit is pushing them into something new, something dangerous. It's no small thing for Peter to enter the house of a Gentile, and a Roman officer stationed at the seat of imperial Roman rule in the region, no less. Now Cornelius is a devout and God-fearing man, and appears most likely to even be part of the local synagogue. Nevertheless, being summoned to give a presentation to the entire household of a Roman imperial officer has to be frightening. On top of it, Peter has been instructed to set aside one of the most basic and distinctive practices of his faith, his diet. But Peter is learning, along with Cornelius, that God has plans to gather the nations into the fellowship of Messiah Jesus. Cornelius and his whole household confess Christ, receive the Holy Spirit, and are baptized. Not only is Cornelius the first Gentile convert, but his household is the first Gentile congregation. What a strange day indeed. When Peter leaves Cornelius' house, he has gained a brother in Christ who is a Gentile and a Roman soldier. Who would have believed it? They both serve the same Lord, Jesus. Just think of it, in the last two chapters of Acts, the peace of Christ has transformed a zealous, murderous Pharisee and a devout, God-fearing, Gentile Roman soldier, and joined them together in fellowship with Peter and the apostles. And then add to it the Samaritans who have received the message and the Holy Spirit, and the Ethiopian eunuch and treasurer from the court of the Queen of Ethiopia, we start to see a vision of God's kingdom starting to emerge. It's miraculous, and it's beautiful, and it's messy and complicated and conflicted, and there's a lot more to come as the word of the Lord grows. I wonder, though, who needs to hear the message of forgiveness and peace in Christ we have come to treasure 
and who needs to hear it from us? Is the Spirit stretching us even now so that we can see God at work in a new and exciting way around us? Maybe. Maybe not just today. Maybe today we are just being prepared for that. But I suppose it could happen any time we gather together to pray, whether it is now in the morning or at the end of the day. Lord, here we are. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, We thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for wind to scatter seeds, for the refreshment of cold breezes, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others especially those that stretch us to see you at work in new ways, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, or for what else, do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.